Attention. T minus 90 seconds in counting. All systems are go. Groundhog Day. Again, no, it's not. It is February 22nd. My apologies. You're listening live to the podcast. So first and foremost, I want to give a special congratulations to Mike Biscardi yes. for the uh, winning Best Thank Actor at the What Exit Think Fast Theater Project this past weekend. Congratulations, sir. Yeah. Um, I really didn't see it coming. I really didn't. I, no I, idea. Actually, when they were announcing the awards... Um, and I actually pointed to the guy next to me when they said, and the winner of Best Actor goes to... And the winner is... And they announced the play, which is called Bimbo Feminist, written by a very talented young writer who teaches at NYU. She's a graduate of Harvard. Dr. Bim- Steinemann. What's it she, called? It's called Bimbo Feminist. It's a one-act Bimbo play. Feminist. And when they announced it, I actually had my scene partner, a real talented guy, Alex. He's um, quite often on Law and Order, and I honestly thought he was going to get it. So I was already like patting him on the back when they announced it. So. It was an upset. Yeah, I mean nothing big. It's, it's not like it was an Oscar or even a People's Choice Awards, but it was it was nice. You know, it was something really fun to do. A lot of talented people there. Like I said, a lot of great writers. So. So what kind of, like, character were you? Like, what were your lines? The scene was about a guy who just got dumped. And his buddy, who's like a playboy, takes him out to the bar for happy hour, you know, whatever. He's, you know, the kind of successful, yuppie, Upper East Side-looking kind of guy. So I put the suit on with the French cuff shirt and, you know, the undone ties. Just come from a hard day at the firm. And uh, so he looks good. He looks the part. He just doesn't really know how to speak to females. So I get in there and I'm I'm trying to pick her up and I'm just saying all the wrong words. And I'm trying to pick up again. Yeah. Yeah. So then finally, this woman, she's a blogger and uh, she does a whole blog about offering advice. For, for women who like to have sex and shouldn't be ashamed of it. Ah. So. Sounds like Los Angeles. <laughs> That's exactly, yeah. It, it, it was supposed to be written as kind of an L.A. slash um, New York 
what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's just the, the young people who are moving into the big city and, and what they do to chase their dreams. And they all start some side business on their own while they're trying to become actors and actresses and whatever. They become writers. And End up so in porn. So this girl had a whole blog going. And uh, then, of course, I get shot down. So my scene partner comes in. He's the playboy girl after I leave because I'm so heartbroken of my ex-girlfriend. I'm like, oh, I can't. I just don't know how to do this. I don't know what to do. Oh, oh so you're yeah, like I, I don't know how to play the game anymore. Right. You've been out of the game for so long, uh, you've fallen behind. Right. But we had you're some really good witty banter going on. It was a lot of back and forth. Timing was everything. And is it like yeah. outlined or is it a specific, you know, dialogue? You know, is it like half improv or is it word for word? No, there was there was word for word. Was it I mean, scripted? I want to say verbatim, but scripted. I'm sure I dropped it. One of us might have cut the other off, but that was what the idea of the show. You had to be fast paced. Right. Yeah. Okay. You had to be like a wisecracking son of a bitch from the thirties. A Weisenheimer. Uh, is there any way? Did like anyone record it? Yeah. I did see a guy with a camera. Yeah, I hope he did the last show because you know we had three performances. Rarely is the matinee the best production. However, in this particular case, I think the matinee was the best. We had a, a smaller crowd, but a much more receptive crowd. Ah, more engaged. Yeah, and I think it was like half the more people from Saturday. And Saturday, you know, these I don't want to say they sucked, but they didn't really show their support the same way. I mean, I, I heard this one woman in the, the audience on Sunday going, ha, ha, ha. Oh, oh, was it a delayed laugh? Really into it. The it delayed. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you won the award, gotta hurt. Yeah, when you won the award, you should have just gotten up and said, "Well, I'd like to thank me. Without me, I couldn't have done it." And all of you are shit, and just start pissing on everyone. Why is he doing that? Congratulations! I think there were like eight plays. I want to say was it eight? Yeah, four. It was um, the first half and the second half. A lot of plays. Were... About four plays each, yeah. What's next for you? Are you, are you going to continue with another project that you signed I, on? This was just Congratulations. This was just the next thing is, is the next episode of the podcast. Yes. Let me just uh, ask you real quick. Where was the uh, performance held? Which venue? Yeah, good question. The Bergdorf Center for Cultural Arts, it's called. It's okay. in Maplewood, New Jersey, downtown Maplewood, New Jersey. It's a very, very nice, quaint little town. Very cool. And um, it was a church that they turned into a small theater. Oh, nice. So you, there's some good vibrations in the room. I, I felt some. Uh, yeah. Good. I wanted to uh, ask you guys, did you hear the Kanye West rant on Saturday Night Live? Oh. <laughs> on Saturday Night Live? I, no, wait, I didn't backstage. hear it. I heard he did it backstage. It was no. backstage. But he I was, didn't hear it. So okay, it well, I got a clip. Let me just yeah, preface but... this by saying... Uh, I've always said he's, I think he's a, I think he's mentally challenged. I really do. Yeah. But he's just really good at rapping. And he's got all this money and, and anyway, here's a clip of Kanye. And apparently somebody pissed him off. Uh, I have not heard this. The stage. So you're a Kanye virgin tonight. This is obtained uh, by page six. Here's Kanye West. Do this. We breaking the motherfucking internet. 
I'm into six years of this fucking shit. Let's get to it, bro. Get to it, bro. Are they fucking crazy? Bro, by 50%, Sandy Cooper. Pocket. Yeah, it was recorded on a cell phone by a stagehand in their pocket, pocket, so it's why the wow. audio is shit. It's almost done. There's a transcript here of what he said. If you missed it, he said he is 50% more influential than Stanley Kubrick, the Apostle Paul, who is one of the most famous people in the Bible, and Pablo Escobar, and Picasso, Pablo Picasso. If only Pablo Escobar was still alive to hear that. that. (laughs) Um, Wow. Yeah, not sure I agree with that. I don't know anybody who's (laughs) been influenced and, and what he's influenced them to do. Right. Uh, yeah, who's he, the influence? You know, he hasn't even influenced anybody to follow him in making th- these public statements or even getting on stage for somebody else who didn't get an award. Right. He I called was, Taylor you know, Swift. If, if somebody had, had gotten up in front of me and, and said, you know, Biscardi, I, I want you to have your moment with your little best actor award at all, but I just want you to <laughs> Beyonce. Right. At the best community theater production of 1991 of all time. <laughs> Biscardi was good, but Cabaret had one of the best stage productions of Maplewood, New Jersey this weekend. He but, called um, Taylor Swift a fake ass in that rant, too. Yeah, I, I did hear that. I did, did hear about him talking about how she was. She should thank him or, or give him credit for making her ass famous. Uh, yes. He should it's just get away. He's, he should just let go of her, but he's just a maniac. But you're right, Clark. He's a great rapper, so he'll stay relevant, and we'll have to deal with him. It's like watching a train train wreck because I think he's starting to peak at the point where he's more of a Nuisance. like an outspoken freak to watch than like a rapper. Like he's at right. that point now where he's more of like a gimmick than like a. But a who was he? Artist. Was he talking to stagehands and cast? I'll bet he was talking to a mirror. He was ta- according to the article. Or like, yeah, or like the the ground. Yeah, he had he had like his entourage there, but he was yelling at some of the staff, like the SNL staff that are there just to, you know, move a set from sketch to sketch and mm-hmm. they're stuck with this asshole backstage because I guess they moved his set. He had like a certain set and they like oh. they switched it up too quickly or he did there's something he didn't like. Was that like from today? Uh or like a couple weeks ago. When was he on Saturday Night Live? I don't even know if he was the guest. No, he was the musical guest. He was, like, yeah, he a was a week he ago. The, he did the sound. He, he came out in an all white outfit. This was a few days ago. Not this Saturday. No. No, and it was a couple weeks. It was, um, who was the guest? The guest, the show was a couple weeks back, but the yeah. video oh, so was just released recently. This okay. weekend. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if this was before or after his Zuckerberg. I'm, you know, asking for the GoFundMe account. (laughs) People give this guy money. I got a GoFundMe. And, you know, I I, I don't, um, I did it for my business, as I said before on the show. You know, let's help veterans get back to work. Help me build my benefits. Help me help them. Right. I didn't expect to help you. 
No, you people should donate to that. Me. It's a worthy cause, not Kanye West. No. And I don't understand, like, 15 million in debt, but the way he explained 53. it. 53. 53, yeah, yeah, 53 million. Yeah. <laughs> Odd number. And yeah. the way he explained it, he was like, if Mark Zuckerberg gave me $53 million, I could use that money to show you my ideas. Yeah. I don't want to like, hear the ideas. It's, it's not that he's, like, out of that's how he needs to do what he wants mm-hmm. to do. <laughs> we don't want to hear your ideas. We want you to be, you know, lobotomized. And he just bought a house, too, with Kim Kardashian in Hidden uh, Hills, California. And this house, they posted some photos online. I was checking them out. They're crazy. Yeah. They have, like, $20,000 faucets in the showers. I mean, it's... What? They're spending, yeah. like, crazy dough uh, on this, so... Chloe, stop eating the candy. <laughs> Tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle. Speaking of spooky people screaming Robert things out loud, have you guys heard about this Apollo 10 business? Oh, God. This is pretty wild. Uh, I just pretty wild. seen the surface of it, but I, I would love to. Stuff. Definitely. Wild stuff. We have a clip of this this so-called sound. I got a clip. If you're not familiar with the story, Apollo 10 is the shuttle mission or the space mission, the NASA mission that went to outer space just before Apollo 11, which of course was the the moon landing. And uh, there's a part when they're orbiting the moon, they're on the dark side of the moon. They don't have communication with NASA for an hour, so they heard all these weird. Uh, space music these astronauts described and uh, alien rock <laughs> it was just declassified from this alien pop jazz alien rock and... 0.00 the <laughs> freak the freaks these these guys were debating whether to to uh, even you know tell NASA about it but uh, oh here's a little clip of some of the sounds these astronauts heard It sounded like a woo-woo kind of a noise. Sounds like, uh, you know, outer space-time music. If I were to hear something back there... It's all they have. You can't hear much of it because it's a 40-year-old space shuttle, but... And they got their own music, like, laid on top of it. I know. (laughs) I was like, what am I listening to the X-Files theme? (laughs) It's Boulder. I know. Scully's coming in. in. I'm like, can you isolate what they heard? There's like... The reporter I'm talking, find the astronauts the talking, their weird, yeah. eerie music. It was just yeah. layers of crap. Okay, here, here's an isolated version. Assholes. Here's an isolated version of the... Uh, space rock. Of the space rock. Classified, then bastardized. Here's, here's the isolated version. This is exactly what they heard. I think I killed that joke for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I'm trying that to find an really, isolated really clip. really sounds like X-Files. But, the, but they had all these <clears> – somebody said, oh, well, it's just the feedback between the two radios being turned on that close together. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, yeah, it's got to be because the moon it, – it, we, we'd be pretty certain by now that there's no life on the moon. If it was Mars, that might raise some more questions. But, of course, we haven't been on Mars yet. We certainly aren't anywhere close to it. No. In 1968. And the funny thing but is, we're talking we about the moon be, here. 
We could just be hearing music from Earth just bouncing yeah. off the stratosphere. <laughs> but John, it's space music. It could be at any time. Yeah, it could be space music that was created down here in Miami. <laughs> they play every weekend at the story. <laughs> this. I'll have to find a clip and post it. I'm having trouble finding an isolated clip. It's all news, news junkets. I guess it's, you know, just came out, so. Nobody can just play it. Right. Even though that's what everyone wants to hear. So, but why would the signals be bouncer, you know, interfering with each other just because they're behind the moon? I guess the way they described it is... Like it can't get to you? Like when, when they were on the other side, both radios, I guess there's like the transmitter from their helmets and the uh, thing was... And the craft itself was turned on at the same time. So that interference when they were like at a certain angle position, uh, okay. it was like a... You know when you put a microphone up to a speaker kind of yes, thing? Yes, yes. It was kind of like that, but who knows? Maybe it's just more NASA lies. <laughs> yeah. NASA conspiracies. There's nerds and their conspiracies. <laughs> it's Astronaut so funny. nerds. Just trying to find this clip. Everybody, anyone that's pub- uh, privately uploaded is putting their own like spin on it. There's like a drum kick on it. Like it's terrible. But I, I'll find a clip. We'll post it on our Facebook page, which you should like, by the way. If anyone knows where it support. is, please post it on our page. Please I need to it. hear this thing. Please tweet us at the podcastle, underscore podcastle. So anyway, that was Apollo 10. Kind of creepy. It actually kind of scared me. I was reading about it in bed this morning because that's what I do. It takes me like 30 minutes for Adderall to kick in before I can move my legs. And I was listening to uh, – I was watch, reading the news, and uh, it's kind of creepy. And uh, Michael Collins, who was the other guy, the third guy in the, the, the Apollo guy, 11 yeah. mission, there was uh, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, Michael Collins, who was on the moon landing mission, said he heard the yeah, same music. Me. You know, it's funny that this is coming out now because yeah. who cares? Right. <laughs> it's such ancient history. I mean, by Apollo 13, the whole premise of that movie prior to the, the accident was that nobody cared anymore about a moon landing. So <laughs> right. maybe this would have risen some eyebrows. Yeah. This will get people interested in going, what was that noise? We got to keep going back to find out where that music's coming from. So do a resurgence of uh, interest. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why that was classified. Yeah, I don't know. Classified. Cape Canaveral. The, uh, I'm going to warn the uh, audience to right this now. Day, I wanna... still remember seeing the Challenger go off. No, that was sad, man. Yeah, I remember that. I, I saw, well, I didn't see that one, but I was there for a, a takeoff yeah. back in 85 for you know one of its final flights. Yeah. That oh, you didn't, see it, you didn't see it explode. You saw it take off. Successfully. You nice. you talk about you were there. Or you watched it on TV. No, I was there at Cape Canaveral. Wow! Wow! It's incredible. Don't you get hit with like shock waves? You're close enough. Well, I don't remember. I mean, it was a little toddler at the time, but oh, I do fly. remember ah. seeing the shuttle from quite a distance, and yeah, it was. It's pretty incredible. Off, yeah. My dad went to school with a with an astronaut, Andy Allen. Saw a few uh, takeoffs, and he said it's very, it's very kind of humbling to see that you know that kind of thing, experience that thing, space flight. You know, no, Here you we not even have the... a NASA anymore. There's no NASA. No, there's no shuttle systems, uh, program, right? Did they cut that? Yeah. No. Well, yeah, the government's just not funding it. 
Yeah. Well, it's still NASA, right? It's still NASA, a shuttle yeah. program. There's but I, I was told they were going to, which is ridiculous. Um, defunct yeah. it, the, uh, disband it, whatever. Well, that's because uh, I think the NASA funding. Um, Bernie Sanders wants to cut it up and give sandwiches to everybody. So we... <laughs> the birds are taking the lead right now. Right. Why um, wouldn't we fund now? Why wouldn't? It's a good question. I mean, doesn't everything well, NASA free do college is more our technology? There could be astronauts why in, the, in the future, but they need to go to community college first. Oh, God. <laughs> right. Do you guys care about NASA? I mean, I, I appreciate NASA. I, don't I appreciate really... it. Would I put it ahead of money for defense if necessary no. um no unless there was uh full proof technology that we could land somebody on mars yeah um, then i you know that's a breakthrough in history right there but... well mike matt david was just there i mean you saw how that yeah, but if out. we don't if we don't fund <laughs> nasa then nasa doesn't advance technology and then well, I would. I, I'll tell you what I would do. Yeah, I would support NASA, like NASA than any further research into global warming or climate change or global cooling or whatever. Global earthing. <laughs> I think uh, private corporations are going to be doing a lot of that. Like yeah. you know, Virgin Atlantic already has the Virgin Galactic. Oh yeah. You know, so I think private sectors are going to get do a it. trip to the into outer space. Rich people that that want to. Yeah, like the shuttles so that they can be chauffeured right. in outer space. Speaking of wild, it's kind of interesting. The, the uh, rich people of private investor world are trying to, if well, I say trying to, they may have already done it actually, um, purchase the Concorde yeah. and rebuild and revamp the Concorde again. We talked about that. We need to bring it's that back. I did bring it, yeah. Okay. Concorde's like the... No, we talked about it in a previous show, but it's an interesting point. The Concorde was the world's That's... fastest commercial jet. It could get from New York to Paris in four hours. And they stopped it because it was just too expensive and the fuel... I think 2004, was it, Mike? Yeah, about that. $9,000. Bring it back. That's what it would cost you yeah, for a ticket on the Concorde. Was it nine grand? Bring it back, y'all. Yeah, guess when you have a disposable income, it's... I need to get there. I want to warn the listeners real quick about some spoiler alerts the next 10 minutes. The Walking Dead last night. Mm. I never thought I would say this, but it was a happy, feel-good episode for the Again. most part. And yet, and yet that made it kind of boring. And yet I was kind of was. down. It was a little boring, but it was like, you're like, okay, I, I, I know they needed to happen. And the internet went wild because Rick hooked up with Michonne. Right. Which I think is good. I think they... You know, she's like a motherly figure to Carl. They're both tough. She's kind of his equal. Power figure. Power was, couple. I yeah. was so much more interested in who was this Jesus guy? Who was the Jesus? And how yeah, to get like, on the I, roof of the trunk. That's his deal. That's what I cared more about. Yeah, like how do you get on the roof of the trunk like he was Michael Myers? Yeah, he's, he's, he's Jesus. Jesus. That's probably why his nickname is Jesus. This guy's going to be like doing <laughs> supernatural shit. I loved his, his moves. Yeah. yeah, when he was just like... Yeah, yeah. Ripped up Rick's yeah. like rib cage. Yeah. He had perfect eyes. He had such kind eyes too. So I would have chewed him. And you could Guy just tell like that. By, you could tell by like the way he talked to them that. Yeah. You know, right from the get go, he was like playing a trick on them. Sorry, guys, I was running from the dead. Right. And after they have sex and they're asleep, he walks into a bed. Right. 
Yeah, yeah that like, was creepy. I would have like, shot him right there. It's like the whole episode, they chase down this guy, they finally capture him, and you're like, okay. And then Michonne and Rick start banging, and you're like, wow, that's crazy. And then all of a sudden, the guy's in the room with them. So you're like, how the hell did he get there? The last you heard, Daryl was watching him. So right. this guy took out Daryl and somehow got to Rick. Yeah. Daryl's a guy who's just he's he's the badass who's always he can't be killed by the zombies. Can't be stopped. But he's always getting beat up. He's like Jordan where the 23. Norman Reedus is always getting punched and kicked and thrown to the ground and beaten down well, not by you know, other groups and all. And finally, he got his licks in. Yeah. This yeah. guy. Finally got his licks in. The problem I had with last night's episode, and I thought the episode was great for the most part, was, uh, okay, so they find the supply truck. That's enough supplies for like a year. What do they do? As opposed to just taking uh, it back, they they drive through fields like chasing. Yeah. I mean, why would you do that? Just get I it know. back to base and then get another car and go back out. Yeah, or go yeah, go back and find or split that. up. You you take the car. Why are you both traveling in the truck? You know, you take the car and follow me. And I don't know. I thought that was a kind of a writer's thing where they're you know just have funny. to drive through a field. Going back to Michonne and Rick, uh, sexual. She was asked, "What is his name? Dana? What actually?" The girl plays Michelle. Uh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> yes. No, I'll, I'll tell you. So Chris Hardwick, Shut asked, he had them on The Talking Dead, and he asked, hey, when you got the script, were you, like, surprised? Was this a shocker to you? Right. And it was right. one of those, like, yes and no answers. Yeah. He says, we all knew it was going to happen at some point. We just didn't know when. So no. I said, I think this was perfectly planned to show all those people in Hollywood on the big screen who were hashtagging the Oscars so white, that's ATL's way of saying, well, da- down here in the deep south, we're very diverse and open-minded. They're very, uh, they've grown. So we're promoting uh, not just interracial screen time, but intimate screen time. Sexual deviant time. <laughs> I love how they jumped up out of bed, both naked. Yeah, and she was still naked. I was like, I want, God, if only this was on HBO. Right. If only this was Cinemax, we'd have a peek. <laughs> it was great. If only it was Channel 99. And then the previews, it made it look like, oh, man, this is going to be like Rick and Daryl the whole episode, it seems mm-hmm. like. And yeah. they're just chasing this guy the whole time. Yeah. Running, he's just running around, and he, he disappears. <laughs> how could you be knocked out for that long? Yeah, he was out and he, he was, was sitting faking. up and on a yeah. ride and yeah. yeah, maybe he was he was listening. He was probably yeah. faking. Yeah, I thought it was funny when uh, he the the truck went into the water. Like, oh, I'm gonna put him in a tree. I just thought of that before. What are watching? Yeah. What are they doing? You know what, what's know what's happening? <sighs> the foreshadow was great of Michonne and Rick hooking up because they they were talking like a it was yeah. scripted like a, a couple at the end of the work day. How was your day? It was all right. I don't want to talk about how was yours. Oh, yeah. we had a day. Yeah, you know, I just want to get my head together. Like, they were talking like a... Here's some mints. I got cool. you some mints. <laughs> I know. Right. I'm glad they hooked up, though. And then the hands, and then I was like, okay, so they're together. And then it, like, went up from the hands to their face, and it was like, oh, okay, this is happening for the first time. Right. Sheesh. This you is, know, because they did a time down. jump. They did two mm-hmm. months into the future, I think. Well, I think what it was supposed to be was <laughs> that true. the... um the first episode of the second half of the season uh, was probably filmed 
at the end of the first half of the season. And it may have even been meant to have been the final episode, but maybe they just had too many episodes and they had to split it. Yeah, so now it would have made more sense had this episode taken us into the new season, but at the same time, it would have been boring. Right. They always do that. The first yeah. episode yeah. of the second half like ends the first half. Mm-hmm. So then the second episode is like the beginning of the right. second half. Right. And where is this Negan guy? There has been more hype around <laughs> Maybe that was Negan. Than anyone. <laughs> Maybe that guy's. What if uh, Rick no, was no. kissing Michonne and he reached down and she felt a dick? And they gave <laughs> us that curveball and we're like, oh, whoa. <laughs> ratings. Because they need to hit the demographics. Now, where is Negan at? That's a good point. Do you guys, you guys don't read the comic, right? No. Yeah, apparently he's a big character in the comic. But, you know, that doesn't say anything because according to the comic, I was told by other comic book readers that Glenn, in fact, was supposed to die around this season. That's how the comic's written. And Daryl and his brother died in, like, the beginning of the storyline. Daryl's not even a – he's not even in the comic. Right, they created him for the show. Yeah. Oh, I thought Daryl and Merle. Shane. Somebody. Shane dies real early. In the Does he? Like the, like the sixth book, the sixth episode. He was the best character. Who's your favorite character? Who do you guys like? I'm, I'm going to go with Shane of all time. I think he was the, he was the best. I liked old, uh, I liked Herschel. And I liked Dale. No. I like Dale. Dale. You can't do this to someone. You can't make someone care. <laughs> and just walk out of their life. This is a democracy. <laughs> this man's alive. Yeah, right. John, you're a Rick guy? You probably like this Rick Rats. life. Uh, Which yeah. British actor playing an American accent do you like Yeah, the best yeah. No, I, I like Rick. I like Daryl with the crossbow, and he's always kind of like off on his own. Yeah. Uh, but he always, you know, it's like a crucial part yeah. to the story when he's out on his own, like things that happen. Uh... And he's just a badass. He's a badass. Fear the walking dead. Get the motorcycle. Back I was just going to ask about, about that. Does a anyone A little care? less than two months. Yeah, I don't think this uh, one's going to make it. I know. I'm so surprised they dropped the ball. They didn't they reinvent the it. They they just kind of. It's like the same show with like characters you don't care about. Exactly. It's just another zombie about. show. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they slapped the Walking Dead name on it. It's like somebody that loves. You know, a Ford F-350, and it's the best truck. And they're like, well, we're going to give you a uh, Focus. But it's made by the same company, so you're going to like it just the same. <laughs> yeah, and you're right. like, but this is not the same at all. It's not what I wanted. Yeah, it's bad. It's Yeah, and think about it's it. bad. There, there's a million zombie takes out mm-hmm. there, and not all of them are bad successful not all of them are the walking dead they just figured ah everybody loves zombies now so we can just exactly. you know we can just uh right. we can moonwalk into this and it'll be good and it that's not true it's not happening they do that they just jump on that cuz i saw the previews for the next season and i'm like ah yeah they're in the ocean and what are they going to be on a boat with zombies and oh god the airplane it's like Sorry. okay that would that's supposed to right that's p- supposed to pique our interest because we haven't seen any airplanes, any any right. kind of oh, aircraft yeah, yeah. of any How kind. How innovative. In The Walking Dead. So, wow. Yeah, what Ooh. would it be like if in the bathroom you <laughs> locked, locked. A, a person who's just dying and coming back? 
zombie. And they've been doing that airplane bit, it, it feels like, for a year. I mean, I can't tell you. They, they do every, you know, they segment it to, like, mm-hmm. one minute. That's, okay, I get it. You're on the plane. Yeah, exactly. it's like 30 yeah. seconds. It's like, oh, how much can hey, you this, go? This suspense yeah, right. really isn't killing me. And the commercial, and let's get back to the real show. Right. I want this plane to crash into a, a, a ship on the first episode of Fear the Walking Dead to, like, end the commercial and start that that show that season. Right, that's how it ends. Kills it's, a whole bunch of people. Yeah, that's just. However, that's, this is going to sound. Jump to the point, and it connects. Like, as right. much as you know, I, I'm totally looking forward to what surprises are in store for next Sunday's episode. I know what's happening and what the outcome is to the people versus the juice, but I can't wait juice. till tomorrow. I, I. I even if I had the choice between the juice and TWD, I, w- I can't wait for the juice. Juice. I'm really oh, keep you on the edge of your seat. Totally into the juice. Really? They can say the F word now. Uh, Otherwise known as Kardashians before they were famous. Right. Yeah, they can say the F word. Kardashians, they made their name off sex and murder money. Uh, yeah, man, the juice was great last week. Johnny Cochran stepping into the game. I'm not black. Uh, I'm OJ. I'm not black. I love, I love how. So good. They bring in like all these other guys, you know, like Athlete Bailey and uh, what was that oh, other Nathan guy's Lane name? Is, Nathan Lane is awesome as Athlete. So Bailey. good. Yes. Oh, oh, he's great. So funny. And, and uh, what's his name? He plays Barry Shack. Uh, Rob Morrow, I think, is really good. The, yes. the nerd, <laughs> science nerd guy. Yeah, yes. so good. All these like new players that are like just getting involved yeah. because it's crazy. In the beginning, all the news was about how obvious it was that OJ killed her. Yeah. And then as like time went on, the media needed new things to cover. Mm-hmm. So right. they start covering the fact that, hey, maybe this is a conspiracy against black people because the LAPD are yeah. racist. And that's yeah. that's like how it all like swung. It's like just yeah. that idea in their heads ruined yeah. it. As Robert Shapiro said it. himself, we didn't just play the race card. We dealt it from the bottom of the deck. This was kind of an interesting uh-huh. fact. I was reading um, stuff that I, I didn't know at the time that's come to light now. And there's, there's a lot of stuff that surfaced or stuff that had surfaced even then that I didn't know about. Um, like Marsha Clark apparently had a, a topless photo that was in the Inquirer. And that what? surfaced. On, yeah, and I Googling sat, that I right sat up. Yeah, I looked at it. It's from like 1979. Is it hot? And Robert Shapiro, at one point, Rob, Robert Kardashian's last interview that he did with Barbara Walters, just two of them. And yeah. if you watch them both back to back, you see a total like 180 switcheroo change oh, up sure. in his personality as to what goes on right after the verdict. And then a couple of years later, he talks about right after the verdict how uh, he and the juice were, were working on looking – into detectives, to private detectives, to go and find the, the real killer. And um, then, like, three years later, he does another one, and he starts talking about his doubts and how his friendship wasn't quite the same. And he was asked, do you think O.J. would have done that for you? And he says, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I think and, I did hear this. Yeah, and he was oh, wow. asked, would you do it all over again? And he said, after the way it hurt my business, I was engaged, I lost my fiance." Um, you know, my, my personality, my credibility, all of it was just jeopardized. He said, I, I wouldn't go back or stayed out of that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Robert wow. K. And this was also interesting. He overheard Robert Shapiro 
turn to OJ at some point in the trial and say, let's plea, or I guess in the preliminary hearing, let's plea bargain. I'll get you 12 years. You, you, you say guilty, 12 wow. years, and Robert will be an accomplice. So he wow. was going to, he was thinking that Robert Kardashian was in on it. Wow. What? Shapiro, yeah. We need to, uh, we need to write a book. Don't tell anyone. I also Delete read that section. actually the Juice did try to kill himself in Kimmy's room or one of the daughters' room. Really? Oh, I'd be yeah. very interested in hearing. I'm gonna, compo I'm gonna compose some clips for the next show. How did Robert Kardashian die? Cancer. Yeah. Oh, did he die of cancer? But it wasn't until years later, right? It was like 2000. 2003. Okay. 2003. Wow. Was it like quick? I don't know, actually. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't an old man. He, he didn't make old. No, he was fifties. I'm looking at the the uh, the cast of the People versus OJ versus uh, People versus OJ Simpson, the real life character next to him, and I'll tell you what. Yeah, he did a pretty damn good job overall. Oh yeah, I think uh, Nathan Lane is one of my favorites so far. Yeah, he's great. When we were watching it, I told the missus, I said, you know. F. Lee Bailey, did I ever tell you what he told, what he asked my grandmother one day on a tarmac? F. Lee Bailey? Day, uh, no. Yeah. He, Let's uh, have he, it. Uh, she, I guess my grandmother's working for a company that um, either chartered or, or built Learjets back in like the 50s and 60s. Right. And um, he had something to do with this company. So anyway, he gets off of his Learjet on the tarmac and she's waiting for him with her boss and whatever. And he, he comes up to her and says, "Hey, did you ever get laid in one of these things?" Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. He's that's awesome. He's still yeah. going strong too. He's like eighty-two, and he's still. Uh, yeah, he's still I remember Christopher that. Plummer played him in another TV movie, and of course, Christopher Plummer sure. already looked eighty by that point, and and he was like, "I know you're innocent, OJ." <laughs> what? Yeah, it didn't go that far. This show is much more innocent. Oh, oh yes, you are. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the guy that no, plays you Johnny are Cochran, not, Captain. He's right. just like him. Right. Yeah, I'll pump for the juice tomorrow, man. I'm really excited to, yeah, to watch yes. it. Do you guys watch TV, these shows, alone? Or do you do you have, like, your wife or fiancé no, with you? We're, we're together. Very into this one. Good. I, I watch it a lot. I'm curious about that because there's some shows Jen and I can watch, like Walking Dead, and there's other shows where she can't get into, where I just want to watch it alone. Like I just I yeah. need this in my life. You know me, I don't watch a lot of television. I, I couldn't to get wait away. To get in us. As soon as I saw Travolta in the the really quick teaser, yes. Does anybody think that OJ is guilty? Yeah, it's a great impression. <laughs> and that was it. It's a great impression <laughs> of a great impression. Does, that, yeah, does anybody think OJ is guilty? Imagine if one of them raised their hand. That's good, man. That's good. <laughs> uh, welcome back, Connor. Theme song comes in. They're just hitting all angles. <laughs> hey, have you ever seen Travolta's... Have you guys ever seen Travolta's house in Florida? It's got one in Florida, no. one in the Bahamas, one in L.A. It's got a... Uh, it's got a... Runway for his plane that goes up to the house, like the terminal. Oh, but it's yeah. not a, it's not a Piper. It's a seven forty seven jet Whoa. that goes up to his house. Yeah, yeah, he can afford it. Never seen anything like it. Oh my gosh, dude! I can see his house. 
the plane parked outside. That's, like ex that's exactly what it is. It's the parked drive. there like it's a Corvette. It just and there's actually pulls two up. other there's two other smaller planes parked on the other side of the house. Yeah. Wow. Saturday Night Fever, buddy. Damn, look who's Crazy. talking. Back, back in the 70s, he was unstoppable, just even prior to Welcome Back, Cotter, and, and Fever, and Grease. In like the early 70s to the mid-70s, he was doing small-time commercials, but the guy booked every single job he ever auditioned for. Oh, really? Yeah, he was just unstoppable. Yeah. He well, even did like Band-Aid commercials. He did an Army recruiter commercial. Because he did... Uh... He kind of went away for a little bit, and then he had a resurgence in like the '90s with like Michael and uh, what else did he do? Pulp Fiction kind of revitalized his career. Yeah, because he didn't oh, do a absolutely. lot like the late '80s. You don't remember seeing a lot of like great Travolta movies. In the early '90s, yeah, he was doing like little kids crap, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> look, Pulp look who's talking. <laughs> yeah, look who's talking now. <laughs> look who's talking too. Look who's... Little kid us. crap. Was he in yeah. Look Who's Talking? I never saw it. He was the, yeah. He's the main character. Never watched yeah, he it. He dates Kirstie Alley. And then he's the dad, and then he marries her. Man. Great, great flick, huh? They dance and every one. Oh, it's murder. But Bruce Willis is the voice of the kid. Welcome back. Welcome yeah. back. I like Mace's version. <laughs> Population. Because yeah, I'm back, baby. It's Harlem. Remember when Mace covered that? Yeah. I remember the video. He had the Nikes in the beginning. Yeah, like the yellow sweater. Yeah, he was all yellow. Yeah. Mace. Whatever happened to Mace? Isn't he doing another album? I don't know. Who knows? I, I like want to know what, what Travolta was so passionate about actually producing this. So it wasn't just like he got hired. Yeah. His agent said, hey, there's a part for you. You want to play Robert Shapiro? Remember Robert Shapiro? He's producing this thing. So he obviously had a, a really close connection. I wonder if the juice became a Scientologist. I wonder. You know what? I didn't realize he produced it. That's a very good yeah. – I thought he was you know, he was a hired guy because he was good for the no, part. No, he but he's a driving force. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. I wonder what his interest is. I wonder if there's Scientology references sprinkled throughout. Ooh. You know how he does that? Mm -hmm. He crowbars those things in. Like, uh, what's that movie he? he did that's all about Scientology? Supposedly, no Battle Battlefield Earth or something. That was about Scientology. The whole thing's about Scientology. That was wow. Oh, it's I all references that. to Scientology. Never saw it, but I heard, I heard it was awful. But please, this like they've, red light. They've yeah, got yeah, like, parent, according to the movie I saw right. about Scientology. They've got a lot of dirt on Travolta. That organization. Like, if he threatened to leave. They would ruin his life and oh, his children's oh, lives and their oh, children's wow. lives. Now, Seuss and the squeezers. Yeah. They got a lot of squeezers dirt on tapes. For hammies. Ham sandwiches. Who did he screw up? Did he screw up somebody's name at the Oscars a few years back? Wasn't that Lupita? Was that what it was? It wasn't Lupita. It was, uh, but yeah. And then the year after, he like kept touching her face. Remember that? He, he had that thing stuff. going on. Oh, Adina Menzel's name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he flubbed it. Menziel. That's not his real hair. No. No, he wears a different piece every day. Yeah. Sometimes his hair is long, and then sometimes he's got the, the short little toupee. Yeah, the flat top. Sometimes his hair is jet black, and so are his eyebrows, and then sometimes he's... He does got like this the... wavy Irish Conan hair. And he almost has sometimes yeah. like a... yeah. 
black yeah. Jim the Anvil Neidhart yeah. goatee that's kind of... And sometimes you just see him bald. Oh, I've never seen him bald. Oh, there's plenty of pictures of it out there. Oh, i got to check this out. Travolta bald. Welcome to Cutting Edge yeah, that's Radio, Those everybody. are all hair pieces. <laughs> I mean... Welcome to the Cutting Edge. Thank you for They're listening to the podcast. Weeks. Oh, yeah, here he is. Pieces. Yeah, all right. How about when they have the guy that says, we can we can say that DNA evidence is so new that there's... Oh, yeah, Barry Sheck coming out. Not, we can keep it out. And yeah, this is can, the way of the future. Like, DNA was just discovered by Watson and Crick in 1994, right before the show. Wow. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. Oh, yeah. Remember when that happened, though? Do you guys remember the DNA came up and it was a very new thing? Yeah. yeah. And people were like, what is this? The DNA? And it, it Jurassic Park. Yes. You felt Dino like they just DNA. discovered it. Right. <laughs> OJ's a T-Rex. Dino DNA. A baby dinosaur. OJ is a T-Rex. Because grunts like me is a digger. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. Juice I is loose, uh, I love the crack at, at Alan Dershowitz, who, you know, to me is a swine. But uh, Nathan Lane said every other word out of his mouth <laughs> is Harvard. <laughs> what was the crack? I missed it. He makes a crack at the guy who plays Dershowitz. I'm wondering if that's, that happened in oh, real yeah, life. Yeah. Fairly, so, yeah. yeah. He says uh, every other word out of Dershowitz's mouth is Harvard. Right. Oh, but not, uh, when I was How many more episodes do we have? Is this a six-part? That's ten. A good question. I don't it's know. ten. Ten. Episodes ten? Total. ten. They stretched that whole thing out to ten. Wow. The so trial was only like eight months. It's killing me too. I wonder how long the last episode was going to be. The first one was an hour and a half. Are they gonna, I hope they do a whole episode on after the the trial. Mm. Like they don't like just this, end, yeah, end goes the whole into thing. The civil case because the civil right. case they yeah. had a reenactment. Remember they they didn't televise it, so they televised a reenactment. Yeah. They some, yeah. They got some lookalike. <laughs> D level. Yeah. Goldman's mustache was played by a squirrel, a brown squirrel. <laughs> and uh, that I, I remember that trial being like done in a weekend. It was yeah. like, and how do you plead? Uh, not guilty. Jury, what do you think? Guilty, 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 guilty. guilty. Reliable, right, liable, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I watched maybe a, a second of it. I wonder if it's on YouTube. There's like a second of it. And uh, I, all I remember was he took the stand. Is that possible, Mr. Stimpson? Anything is possible. Anything is possible. I guess that's all the guy really Anything says. is possible. Anything. That's what he said? Mm-hmm. So what, in a civil suit, you can't defend your you, – uh, you have to defend yourself? No, I, I don't know what happened, really. But that's what the actor I remember doing, just anything is possible. Oh. Anything is possible. The naked gun. He, he's out uh, next year yeah. for uh, – out of I think prison. He, he, he needs to do a, a movie. Yeah, he's at this point in his life, or in society, in culture, where he could he could get his own like reality show. Like he needs he, he should. Oh yeah. He should definitely. Uh, you know, like ten years ago, people would not, not want to see OJ. They'd be like, he's a murderer. But now we celebrate like, now, anything. Now people, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, we Kardashians. get over it quickly. Yeah, he could just ride that Kardashian thing, you know. Oh I actually, gosh. I didn't think that they were really going to put out that book if I did it, but um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the Goldman family, <laughs> they uh, they took all the rights to it so that he couldn't make any money, and I, now I'm kind of curious what he's what he's put in there. I bet I you he's going to do a podcast. I bet you someone's going to be like, we just got to get you back out there, man. We just got to <laughs> get you back in the limelight again. The Juice Cast. Let's get him on yeah. the show. 
Yeah. Let's get the juice of the show. Have our first guest. Juice, where are you recording? Right. Where are you recording from? You're on the golf it's... course, I see. We're playing 18 holes with Jeff H. Deerfield Beach. <laughs> wow. The juice. I'd be happy to have the juice on. Where's he in jail oh, anyway? It... Where's where's his in penitentiary? Is, it... is he? Yeah. It's the one I'm thinking of. It's a. It's like the most maximum security. I'm not sure this is the one. But they... oh, he's at the supermax. Yeah, I think. Wow. I could be wrong though. No, you're probably right. Wow. Supermax. I would bet my medical license O.J. Simpson has degenerative brain disease (CTE) from football. Yes. That's what that uh, doctor said recently. You're gonna hear more and more about that. I know. Banging our brains around. You think he'll ever make a deathbed confession? Ooh, Maybe. I bet. I think his son did it. Yeah, I've been trying to reach into that story, too, to see what kind of substance it has, but I can't seem to find it. There's not a lot out there. Mm. His son How did much? what? A few a years crime. back, there's some guy. I mean, I don't know. He could have been Joe Blow for all I know. Just came up with this theory that his son did the crime and OJ stumbled upon it. And, and that was the yeah. the reason he didn't rat him out because it's his son. But right, well, I mean, How, is it possible because the kid was really mixed up in drugs? His eldest son was really mixed up in drugs, and yeah, yeah, he had some problems. <laughs> the juice was blaming <laughs> Faye Resnick the entire time. Well, that was she that was, was apparently said, into drugs. He yeah, said. they said he was like that because you know OJ knew everyone, so he knew dirt on people, and he's like just flood the media with that. Yeah, exactly. Throw this thing out, and <laughs> that's what they did. Leslie like, Nielsen's yeah. a pervert. Like Faye Resnick, she does coke. I saw her do it at a party. So like, just throw that out. <laughs> just me run and Tell it. some reporter that. Yeah, and it was a punchline. A big distraction. He's currently incarcerated at the Lovelock Correctional Center in Lovelock, Nevada. Ooh, Nevada. Lovely. So, so that was. Oh, that's right. Because it wasn't a federal charge. It was state. Yeah. So he was arrested in Nevada. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. How much did the the Goldman family clean him out for was it like 30 million? A lot, I think. It's good, yeah. I, yeah they, they did he really have that did. much money? He did, apparently. The law says they can't touch his pension or something, but I'm not totally sure about that. He did. Because that's a lot of money for a one time football player and an actor, even in like 1993. Like 33 yeah, million? Like, that's like MC he Hammer like, money. It like tiny, but he did work as like a sideline reporter, but still. How I mean, much Shapiro made like 1.2 million, apparently. He was the highest paid attorney. Out of the whole dream team, I mean, how many were there? Minus Kardashian, who didn't really make any money. Yeah. And uh, Cochran probably made something close to a million, maybe obviously a little bit less. But, uh, but you know, he, he was paying these guys about 100 grand a month. And that was a long trial. Wow. Uh, on the morning of June 12, 1994, OJ was worth an estimated 11 million. Uh, within hours, he would stop earning and start spending. Uh, the Goldman and Brown families then sued him in civil court, and that jury unanimously found O.J. liable for the murders. He was ordered to pay a total of $33.5 million, made up of $8.5 million in compensatory damages to the Goldmans and $25 million in punitive damages to be split between the Goldmans and Nicole's children. The dollar amount meant nothing to us. So that's basically saying, as long as you're making money, we're going to get it. We yeah, can't right. profit yeah. off this. You're going to be paying us forever. Yeah. Wow. Was he supposed to appear at the Hall of Fame, the NFL Hall of Fame, but he couldn't because he was incarcerated? It was like right at that time. He oh, was really? said to be that year a special guest at the NFL Hall of Fame. I, remember I don't that. know. 
Yeah, I think maybe you're right. He wrote a book called If I Did It. If I Did It, yeah. But the cover of it looks like I Did It, Confessions of a Serial Killer, or, or Confessions of a Killer. Yeah. And then the if is, is written in the I, but it's really, really tiny. Uh, I saw that. <laughs> so, yeah, it sells. That's awesome. I thought the funniest sketch ever on on the juice was when remember when Tim Meadows used to play him on SNL. The funniest <laughs> yes. one was he was he gets out as a report he's a commentator and he's got the one glove on. <laughs> I, before we go tonight, I, I need to I need to air a clip from that, please. That's yeah. the that's I a, did it sketch was so That's funny. a gem. That's funny. OJ makes twenty five thousand a month from the NFL. From the NFL, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Somebody told me it was more than that. It was closer to forty. I don't know what the real up. Uh, is that his pension? Five hundred thousand. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. A month. Jeez. When did they start doing that? Because I know a lot of those guys in the eighties, like the William the Refrigerator Perry, they became like roofers because they they didn't make any money in the NFL. <laughs> Do they still make the? I guess their pension is good, but at the time their salary. Well, sucks. what is his record? It's, I guess it's also based on the record that you set. His record yeah. was what rushes number of rushing yards, right? Yeah. The juice. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, he was one of the best. Yeah, he rushed for like twenty four hundred yards in a season. That like mm. doesn't happen now. Yeah. I'm gonna find the Tim Meadows clip and put it on the uh, play at the next show. SNL's got all their copyright everywhere. You cannot. Yeah, Try posting something with SNL in it. They'll take it down like right away. Oh, I know. It's just so, they're so militant yeah. with that. They just got into YouTube as well. But in order to watch their videos, you have to watch it. I mean, I remember when Hulu was SNL. free when it first came out. And you just, you know, yeah. you get paid yeah, you you to the advertising. But then I'll bet NBC was probably the one to put the kibosh on that. Now we got to make sure we charge subscription for it. Right. Hulu Plus. Yeah. I can watch Dragnet. From 50 years ago. <laughs> We're going to put this one in the W column tonight. You guys got anything else to add? No, I just want to give a special shout out to everybody who came to the show supporting the New Jersey Theater Alliance. Thank you. Maplewood? Yeah, I was there. I was in the back. My direct yep. I was watching. Clark, why didn't you say anything? I was in the back watching the show. I, I didn't want you to. You weren't yeah. there. Yeah, congratulations again. Oh, congratulations yeah, again. That's awesome. I'm going to go Very get some awesome. meatloaf in my belly right now. And, oh, uh, some beast. This is Matthew Clark, Michael Biscardi, and Jonathan Assinger. Thank you for listening. We are saying good night, everybody. See ya. Godspeed. Bye. Streaks on the china never mattered before. Who cares? When you drop kicked your jacket as you came through the door, no one glared. But sometimes things get turned around and no one's spared. All hands look out below. There's a change in the status quo. Oh.